Hello, this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you're listening to the IoT Integrator Wire brought to you by the channel company and sponsored by Intel. This is episode four, Riding Through Turbulence, What's Next for Aerospace and Transportation. And today we welcome Torsten Belte, Global Vice President, Head of Aerospace and Defense, Travel and Transportation at SIP. Welcome, Torsten. Tell us just a little bit about yourself and what you do at SAP. Hello, um, and also welcome from my side, and thank you for the opportunity to be with you guys, Melanie and Hannah. Um, just a quick uh, backdrop on uh, my daily life um, at SAP. Uh, my team is looking basically after the industry of aerospace and defense uh, and travel transportation, and in particular, what we're what we're doing, we uh, are responsible for the solutions that um, support those industries. So for aerospace and defense, that means, uh, as an example, what are the current trends? What's happening? What's happening also with COVID? What's happening within the different uh, regions? What's happening with the different uh, companies? Um, how can we help our teams, our customers, uh, to tackle these big challenges? Um, as we know, especially in aerospace and defense, over many, many years, uh, uh, innovations uh, skyrocket, uh, the companies have to do more for less money, right? Be more efficient um, in a global market. So we look at all these different trends, the activities, bring this back and then reflect into what do we need from a solution? What do we need from a, uh, consulting services? And then help our development teams uh, to put a business case in place and then roll it out. That's a great overview. Um, Quick question, have you flown since the pandemic broke? Uh, it depends when you say pandemic broke. Um, my last flight was five weeks ago. It was back from uh, Dubai to Paris and Paris to Frankfurt, and, uh, and uh, actually from Paris to Stuttgart. Uh, and that was uh, basically the last flight that came into Germany uh, just uh, the day that the borders closed for Germany. So that was my last flight. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to flying again. Me too. It's been a while since um, I've flown. And um, that's part of what's caused an incredible disruption in the industry. And I was wondering how can IoT technologies have a role in helping the industry return to profit? Yeah, this is a good question. The, uh, the industry uh, we'll have a long uh, recovery cycle. We have actually two parts when you look at airspace and defense. You have the airspace, the commercial side, and the de defense side, uh, which uh, is doing a little bit better because of the, the less interruption of uh, defense programs around the world. Uh, they're stable, uh, but still uh, they're also impacted through this because on the commercial side, uh, as we know, no flights been going for quite some time or not no flights, a couple flights. Um, the, the, the load is down by 90% last month, uh, as IATA reported. So only a couple airplanes are flying. I think um, yesterday it was just a bit over uh, 700 airplanes that I've counted in, in Radar 24 um, or listed. So people are tracking how many airplanes are flying. Most of them are freighters. So the, the, the impact of no air travel is really hitting the industry really hard. Uh, compounded by this is also the issues around the Boeing Max and some other issues. 
and and the the companies uh, will face a break in probably by twenty to thirty percent of the order books uh, what analysts report and so therefore the companies are really looking at especially on the commercial side how do I position myself after the COVID uh, into the, the the building up of a strong organization how do I really bring the organization to a level that it's as you said becoming not not necessarily profitable but at least you know operational again to a certain level and then becoming profitable again there soon after and that's only by looking at how effective can a company operate how effective can they utilize uh, technology in this space we just published an article this week about using uv light to disinfect airlines and i'm wondering about other I, IoT solutions such as 3D printing, sensors, remote monitoring, data analytics, or any other IoT examples that would help in this situation? Yeah, um, we have to probably distinguish between what's happening in the aircraft uh, as you utilize the aircraft or turn the aircraft around to the, the fact of how do you uh, produce an aircraft or how to maintain an aircraft. Right. Um, Space and Defense um, over the years has been uh, actually one of the leading companies uh, when it comes to IoT. Uh, it's probably not as, as well known, but uh, the modern aircraft have around 2,000 sensors on it. So they produce um, three to three megabytes, the, the, the older ones to uh, up to three terabytes uh, of, of data per, per day. Right. Um, if you look at the A380, for example, they have a lot of data that they produce. Uh, not everything is uh, being you know, downloaded and analyzed. Uh, the same things for engines and other things. So they've been already uh, fitted out with a lot of sensors and a lot of data has been utilized for it. But where we see a lot more IoT coming into place and which will be more and more critical is in the manufacturing side. Right. How can I optimize the production flow? How can I utilize IoT sensors if it's on machines or uh, tracing critical products uh, or even now with COVID, you know, understanding the, the resources, the tools, where they are, how close they are, um, how healthy is my manufacturing, how healthy is my supply chain, that is all going to be critical. Um, IoT and 3D printing on the technology will be extremely critical in the coming days because you have such a dynamic market where you have to capture the data more frequently, more often analyze it and then respond to those. And then IoT is uh, one of those technologies that uh, really is going to help um, uh, put a foundational uh, platform in place to collect the data so that uh, the companies can import uh, that information and make the right decisions and create the right insights based on the business rules. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I, you know, you brought up a good point on um, manufacturing. We've been hearing a lot about cars manufacturing, but we haven't really heard too much about aerospace manufacturing. So can you sort of give us a quick overview of what's been happening on the manufacturing side? for aerospace and how is it going to safely restart production and also what's happening with the supply chain? The uh, manufacturing, uh, with specifically aerospace, 
Um, those are large structures and um, today still a lot of the activities in aerospace manufacturing um, are manual. More and more is becoming automated, uh, which is really exciting. The innovations in that area are phenomenal. If you look at what's happened over the years in regards to um, you know, wing manufacturing and, and things like that. Uh, but from a manufacturing overall perspective, right? The, the start of manufacturing uh, will be challenged by the fact of what's happening to the supply chain, right? Which companies will still survive? Um, the uh, commercial supply chain is hit really, really hard uh, based on the 737 MAX issue. Uh, that uh, the factory there was shut down uh, many, many months ago, um, has been idle there. Uh, companies have been ramping up uh, their production facilities to accommodate a very high production rate. And that went from uh, uh, over 50 to zero, right, when they shut it down. Um, so that investment and all that preparation on that side uh, really challenged those those suppliers, uh, so they're in a in a really tight situation. The airspace defense commercial side over the years also been under a lot of pressure to to uh, give more back to the OEMs, right? The partner for success at Boeing, as an example. Uh, therefore, not a lot of margins have been retained there, so they have to really work on a slimmer, uh, more effective, more cost. Um, uh, uh, conscious uh, operation and so more and more op uh, automation has to be taken in place there so a lot of the companies um, in the supply chain are probably on the verge of uh, financial risk uh, therefore you can see a lot of the uh, announcements from the DOD that they're monitoring the supply chain very closely from a financial risk um, so they need to really get the, the finances to come back up. But what does that mean for a, a supplier, right? Um, they need to really utilize IoT on other technologies to understand what's going on in the shop floor. So if they buy parts, if they buy inventory and they're critical, how do you track that? How do you make sure it goes effectively fast through your manufacturing? How do you take machine information to utilize that to reduce quality issues, right? Uh, especially during restart, um, you know, the quality sometimes lags uh, uh, because of the fact that you restart and when, when the uh, assembly lines and also the CNC machines are running at full speed again, their quality is much higher than if they restarted. So that will also push a lot of the cost onto to the suppliers. Uh, but also, you know, the communication from the supplier to the OEMs or the customers is going to be critical. Where are the critical parts? Uh, when does it get picked up? When does it arrive, right? Um, how do you measure all the way through the effectiveness of the, the supply chain and your manufacturing flows? That's going to be all critical and monitored very closely, even in low production rate. So IoT in that space is going to be really critical. 3D printing will be extremely critical because uh, you may have to bring in, uh, you know, temporary tools or temporary parts uh, while, you know, you might have an issue in the supply chain. 
So those technologies will really have to help close the gap uh, in, in these critical moments of the startup. You know, you, you mentioned that a lot of the uh, automation was really lacking. It was done manual in the aerospace industry. Do you think that, uh, what are some other IoT technologies that might enable safer working conditions like automation or even robotics? Well, do, you, do you see that as a future uh, strategy for the aerospace industry? Yeah, I, absolutely. It's, um, there's a lot that's happening. Uh, there's a lot of automation. So if you looked at the riveting process, there's now robots that uh, crawl along the skin of the airplane to, to drill the holes and, um, and do all these activities that was done before manually. Uh, the same thing on a wing where there were thousands of holes being drilled and uh, um, cl- uh, you know, closed um, is, is something that is in the past very manual. Um, in, in the future, you will see more and more robots coming in. You will see also for heavy working environments, exoskeletons uh, in those areas. You will see more and more uh, for areas like uh, in the cable area, um, uh, visual AI, where you have a camera that will help uh, assist the people in the quality process, right? Uh, all these kind of things with sensors, if there are physical sensors, if there are videos, cameras, all those things will be used more and more because you need to really improve the, the, the quality and you need to improve the, the productivity out there uh, and also uh, the health of the, the workers. Uh, and that's not just you know being too close to your coworker, but it's also uh, in regards to very specific process steps that sense to help uh, people uh, to be alerted about difficult situations. Uh, we had one customer that makes ships and they have sensors uh, with the people that alert them when uh, during welding processes in closed environments in the ship uh, that it, it basically tells them that they need to uh, you know, take a break uh, because the oxygen uh, level in their environment is becoming too dangerous. So sensors can can be super, super helpful, not from a productivity, but also from a safety, from a um, uh, worker perspective. Thanks, Torsten. Really appreciate your time. And this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you've been listening to the IoT Integrator Wire, sponsored by Intel. Thanks for listening and stay connected.